0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Reel It In Podcast, this is Jose Villegas once again bringing you talk and views on movies and television shows It is officially Sunday, which is the day equivalent of the Twilight Tetralogy You just want it to end, but at the same time it just keeps on dragging and dragging if you guys haven't done so yet, please go on my Instagram and follow me and on my bio is the link that will take you directly to my podcast page which is which is Reel It In Podcast. That's R E E L I T I N P O D C A S T. Listen to my show on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Radio Podcast or Pocketcasts. Now, I mentioned the Twilight series before because I wanted to get to my point, which is it is very hard to find a great movie or a great show for my wife and myself to uh, watch together. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm sure that a lot of couples out there have noticed during this quarantine, this this horrible fucking quarantine episode that's happening right now. Uh, that it's very hard to watch some stuff together. Because uh, a lot of different interests. Other couples uh, say that they have been trouble finding something or somewhere to eat. That they both would enjoy. I can say and sometimes it gets difficult for us. But in that department for the most part we always agree on something to eat for the most part. I mean I like Mexican food. You know like the uh, uh, let's see. My favorite food is obviously Mexican food. I am Mexican myself, so I love the, uh, the al pastor tacos. And you can't have it with lettuce and tomatoes and all that bullshit. And, 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 and the cheese and... No, it's cilantro and onions. And then you put the cilantro and onions on top of the taco. And then you sprinkle it with a little bit of lime. And then over the... Actually, no, the salsa comes before the lime. I don't know what, what sauce type of salsa you guys like. I personally like the red sauce on my al pastor tacos. If it's like uh, something like uh, tripa, I'm not sure if you guys know what tripa is. Tripa tacos, they're intestine tacos. I love intestine tacos. You might be looking at me like, oh my God, what a, what a peasant. You know, but I love them. I love intestine tacos. And on my intestine tacos, I personally like the green sauce instead of the red one. And then on my Apa tacos is the red one. Uh, on my asada tacos, red one. Uh, anything that it has to do with torta. If you guys have not tried any tortas at all, please. Please try some tortas. Especially the asada tortas uh, are really, really good. Uh, Milanesa, which is like a, pretty much like a chicken fried steak. And they put it into a sandwich. And they put like sour cream. Do you have lettuce? Um onion you know that all, all, all that great stuff and then you could put some salsa inside of it it's so amazing you guys have you have to try these type of things you know you guys you guys need to explore but for the most part that we we got that covered when it comes to eat she loves the same stuff you know she's she's a big fan of chorizo uh tacos and stuff like that and um she she she's be getting a little bit into the apasar tacos too so so And obviously, we both like pizza. We like Italian food. uh, We like Chinese food, even though it's not really Chinese food. And and everybody knows that it's not really Chinese food. But uh, for the most part, when it comes to to that type of thing where we're trying to figure out what it is that we want to eat, we got that covered. Uh, But when it comes to movies and TV shows, it's a different story. Because we have two different types of interests. You know? Um, I personally like... uh, for the most part I like TV shows and movies That consist of Constant violence and constant nudity I mean that's not all I watch I mean I can get I can be sophisticated I think that uh, and, and I can be able to sit down And watch an episode or two of Friends And I want to blow my fucking brains out But she has gotten in, me into uh, Watching Friends And I enjoy the show now So so there are different shows That we like together You know like Friends uh, when I first watched Friends, I was like, "Oh my God!" Th- th- uh, hi, Joey. You know, like ah, I don't. I'm not really into that type of show. But I mean, it took it took me several years after the series ended in order for me to start watching it. But I know, put it in the background. Uh, I like I like putting it as a background uh, show. I want to do an episode uh, when when as, as as time goes by. When we talk about uh, things that we like in the background, for example, right now my favorite show to have in the background while I'm doing things, uh, yeah. I don't really need to pay attention to it because I've watched it so many times over. Is The Office. Um, the Office. Um, the other show that I really liked uh, to put it, uh, that I really like putting on into, as a background is uh, uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld was a great show that I liked to watch. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm more of a old school guy. Even though uh, The Office, man, it's so crazy that The Office has been over ten years ago. You know, like they started over ten years ago. It's it's insane, but it still stays so 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 relative to the times. Well, there are certain things in there, but I will talk about The Office later. I want to get back to my topic that I have right now, uh, which is I, my me as a couple with my with my wife. Uh, trying to find something really good to find and to watch on TV. I hate some of the stuff that you watches. For example, I wanted to talk about the aforementioned Twilight series, and this has this was a very very big thing. There was a very big saga, I guess. Uh, in 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 the time when I was like maybe twenty, uh, a little bit above twenty, and, and all the women, all the girls. We're going crazy about this, uh, this saga here for those that don't know what it is. Please allow me to let you know what it is. And this is just my opinion. Uh, my wife, I'm sure has her own and she has her own interests. Like I said before, and each interest varies from couple to couple. You might guys agree that you guys like Twilight. but me personally, I hate Twilight and I'm going to give you the reasons. But I want to tell you a little bit about it before I do so. Um, the Twilight Saga is a series of five romance fantasy films from Summit Entertainment. Based on the four novels by American author Stephanie Meyer. Is it Meyer or Mayer? My, whatever her name is. The film star Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, and Taylor Lautner. The series has grossed over $3.3 billion in worldwide receipts. The first installment, Twilight, was released on November twenty-first, two thousand eight. The second installment, New Moon, followed on November twentieth, two thousand nine. Breaking box office records is the biggest midnight screening and open day in history, grossing an estimated seventy-two point seven million. The third installment, Eclipse was released on June 30th, 2010, and was the first Twilight film to be released in IMAX. I mean, I've seen the Twilight movies. Why the fuck do you, would you want to watch that in IMAX? To, to see more of the flaws that were happening in the film? But anyway, let me, let me progress a little bit more. The series had been in development since 2004 at Paramount Pictures, during which time a screen adaptation of Twilight that differed significantly from the novel was written. Three years later, Summit Entertainment acquired the rights to the film. After Twilight grossed 35, $35.7 million on its opening day, Summit Entertainment announced they would begin production on New Moon, the second installment. They had acquired the rights to the remaining novels earlier that same month. A two part adaptation of Breaking Dawn began shooting in November of 2010, with release dates on November 18, 2011, and November 16, 2012, respectively. Let me tell you a little bit about the characters, which is amazing, and this is insane to me. But Bella Swan has always been a little bit different, never one to run with the crowd. Bella never cared about fitting in with the trendy girls that. Uh, uh, with, with the 20 girls at her Phoenix, Arizona high school where her mother remarries and Bella chooses to live with her father in the rainy little town of Forks, Washington, she doesn't expect much of anything to change. But things do change when she meets the mysterious and dazzling, beautiful Edward Cullen. For Edward, it's nothing like any boy she's ever met. He's nothing like anyone she's ever met, period. He's intelligent and witty. Like any guy that you actually want to talk to, because it says here that she doesn't want to fit in her Phoenix High School. So then how the fuck would she know what the kids would be like in the high school? When she keeps to herself, she doesn't want to talk to anybody. But, no, she tends to, but let me go back. Edward isn't really like other boys. He can run faster than a mountain lion. He can stop a moving car with his bare hands. Oh, and he isn't aged since 1918. Like all vampires, he's immortal. That's right, vampire. But he, he doesn't have fangs. That's just in the movies. The good ones. He doesn't drink human blood. Like in the good movies. Though Edward and his family, this, are unique among vampires in that lifestyle choice. Yeah, they just drink blood from, uh, cattle and stuff like that, and I guess maybe the vampires died off from mad cow disease at some point. To Edward, Bella is the thing. He has waited for 90 years! As a soulmate. But the closer they get... The more Edward must struggle to resist the primal pull of her scent, which could set him in an uncontrollable frenzy. Somehow or other, they will have to manage their own unimaginable love, but when unexpected visitors come to town and realize that there is a human among the Edward. Family. Edward must fight to save Bella. A modern visual and visceral Romeo and Juliet story of the ultimate forbidden love. Forbidden? Between vampire and mortal. Fuck yeah, it was fucking forbidden because Edward isn't like other boys, like the synopsis says. He's not at all like other boys because being the hunk of a vampire that he is, he has remained frozen at the age of 17. But in actuality, he's more than 100 years old. <laughs> 3.3 billion? What was it? Seven. seven point three billion. That's right. 3.3 billion. And Bella, you know, being the old, the plain old human being is in reality 17 in the movie. So Edward is over 100 years old. He's stuck at 17, but he's still, I mean, he looks like he's, he's like 30, maybe. He doesn't look like he's 17. In the movie, they say that he's 17, but in reality, he's a vampire, so he doesn't age. In reality... He is over a hundred years old in reality Bella on the other part is only 17 yeah Edward constantly tells her about killing people and other horrible things that he has done in his a hundred years of existence and she's like eh, I don't care now come over here and suck my blood you creepy old man And as odd of a character that she is, for all of you twat-like fans out there, can you picture the life of Bella in Phoenix? She must have been smothered in suntan lotion or just plainly living in a bubble because we see no tan lines, no sunburns, nothing at all. She looks like uh, Casper's girlfriend. I know what you're saying. Jose, it's just a movie. Let it go. But let me go on to the next rant, and tell me if I need to let it go. Okay. Then there is Edward Cullen. I've already talked to about him. I gave you a little a bit of a synopsis there about his character, who he is, fucking perverted ass old man. Uh, he's played by Robert Pattinson. Edward is technically a pedophilic old man who is creepy and stalks Bella throughout the first encounters between the two. He even shows up in the middle of the night and stares at her, Bella, while she's sleeping. Bella wakes up and they proceed to make out. Man, for you lonely guys out there, you guys need to take some notes. I mean, th- this, is, this is how it's done. Bella is lucky uh, this wasn't during the 1970s or she would have been uh, an appetizer for Richard Chase. If you guys don't know who that is, please look him up. And you're welcome. Adding to the nonsense of the series is that he glows in the sunlight. And we see that in the first movie as he takes off his shirt and shows his chest to Bella in the woods. And he goes up like a fucking Christmas tree. Which doesn't make sense, because in the other part of the series, we see sunlight, and Edward is seen even wearing sunglasses, and he doesn't like fucking up. And the other thing, the reason that attracts Edward to Bella so much from the start, because her skunk-like stench that comes out of her orifices. When he first sees her in the classroom, he instantly proceeds to have an orgasm behind his science table, but no no one seems to notice in the room seems to mind like it's, it's like a like like a, a regular thing that Edward does oh uh, like oh haha oh that's just Edward jizzing his pants from a musty smell again and Edward's just a plain asshole towards Bella he, be with, he will be with her one uh, one instant and then he would just leave this seems like j- just like another show from Mori. to be honest I mean I, I, it's 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 really good that he didn't leave her after she got pregnant, or else there would be on Mari and they would be saying that he was not the father, and then the the the, the uh, Bella would have the baby, and it would be like a little werewolf or something. But anyway, uh, then he doesn't have, want to have sex with her because according to Edward, he will kill her if he does. I mean, come on, Edward, give the girl what she wants. But no, for some reason he still. Uh, you know he could kill her and 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 being a hundred years old he could he could have done so many great things with his time, but no for some reason he's still in high school how many years before the staff of the school starts realizing that is just a lost cause and yeah, they make us believe that he's a hundred year old virgin he says he has on year old virgin eat your heart out, Steve Carell. can you imagine can you imagine a movie like that? The hundred-year-old virgin, would that even be funny? I think that would be funny, because like you have, you would have to fight like between him dying, uh, him taking the medication for his boner, and then uh, him taking the medication, and then he would have uh, heart contemplating uh, uh, difficulties and stuff like that while having sex, so he would have a heart attack. So it, I, I, maybe, maybe it would be fun. It would be fun to watch something like that. The hundred-year-old virgin. Yeah, like like he. Uh, and the other thing is, like, he's a 100 year old version. Like, he's never done the whole sparkly thing before in his life. Uh, during the 100 years of his uh, existence, he has never done the uh, take the shirt off in the middle of a, of a sun ray and sparkle in the middle of the night, like uh, fucking... A like fucking uh, twilight sparkle from uh, from the trolls. But I want to go to the next character, because I could just keep on talking about Edward and... and uh, It'd be great. I I, I would just amuse myself uh, because I, I I'm pretty sure if if my wife ever listens to this episode, she's gonna be pissed as shit. But she she watches some as shit. Uh, hey, it, I, I'm gonna go on a limb here. Okay, if I die, my wife killed me tonight. Okay, she watches um, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she does. I, I've watched a couple episodes, it's not bad, it's not bad, you know, but, uh eh, I, I, I don't, th- the whole drama part, you know what I'm saying, like, I understand that doctors have, uh, you know what, I, I will leave this to a complete, op- a different, uh, episode, because, uh, it would just take my time, and it will take your time away from yourself, too, let me talk about the next character in this Twatlight uh, series, let me talk about uh, uh, Jacob Black, played by Taylor Lautner. This is a hunk of a man that just can't seem to keep his shirt on. I'm sure all the ladies love that. I mean, I sometimes do 10 push-ups immediately after mashing his name. <clears throat> one, two, okay, I almost got up on the second one, and he just can't get the hint. He is always trying to get with Bella, but even without a shirt on and showing off his 12-pack. She always keeps on going back to Eddie Twilight. Sparkle. And now I haven't mentioned it before. He is a werewolf. Ow! 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 We first see the transformation when Bitchy Bella punches one of his clan members in the face. What a fucking bitch. They're trying to be so nice. They bring him, They bring her into like... Into her, into their camp and their, where they live and stuff like that. And they, she ends up punching one of his, the tribesmen in, in the face. Uh, after she punches the guy in the face, in return, uh, the guy gets angry. And he turns into a humongous wolf that wants to rip her into pieces. And I don't blame him. I would have fucking ate the shit out of her pussy. No, 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 guys. Okay, I took it a little bit too far there, guys. Nice. Okay. But then Jacob comes to the rescue with his own transformation into a wolf, which the transformation animation, let me tell you, is worse than Forrest Gump. It's worse than when you find out that Forrest Gump is pipping out his mom to get a better education. When everyone bites the shit out of Bella when she wants him to, Jacob is there as an emotional support dog. He should be wearing a vest. But he can't wear shirts. But then Bella gets them both to lay down with her because she is cold in one of the scenes. Which makes Jacob say to Edward, I am hotter, quote unquote. I am not sure if this was supposed to be a jab at Edward. Or if he could provide actual warmth. I mean he is a little furry. If he turns into a dog, I I could see that him providing a little bit of warmth for Bella. Uh because he's a little bit hairy. Oh, and and, and to fuck up your senses even more. At one point, both Bella and Edward have a daughter named Renesmi. Renesmi. Which they have a future vision about. And she is happily together with Jacob. What the fuck is the problem with Twilight? Please. Tell me. Babe. Babe. Danielle. Daniel, hold on, she's coming. I- I'm gonna ask her. Maybe she she can give me she, she could give me some insight on that on that part because I I, I didn't understand it. I I didn't understand it because um, Jacob wanted to get with Bella, but Bella ended up with Edward, and then Edward and Bella ended up having a baby, and then they have a vision where. Jacob is with their baby, even though he's a grown ass man. But hey, she's coming. Hold on. Hey, Ben. So, so what's the whole thing with uh, with the whole Renesme thing? Like, can you explain that to me? No, that the whole Renesmi and uh, Edward getting. Like, Edward and Bella have Renesmee, and then they have, like, a vision where Renesmee is with Jacob? I don't know. Well, how does that happen? What does that mean? I don't know. Come on, you watched the movies. Yeah, millions of years ago. Millions of years ago. Yeah. Th- that's, that's, that's how old Edward is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I gotta go back to the characters. I'm sorry, guys. I, I just wanted to ask her. She doesn't know. And I don't think a lot of the Twilight parents know. And I couldn't leave my favorite character of the movie, and that is Bella's dad, Charlie Swan, played by Billy Burke. Team Mustache Dad. You know how they had like the big, the big campaign there for Team Jacob or Team Edward? I was, I was Team Mustache Dad. I was Team Dad. He's a police officer that just can't see crimes committed, and even in his own home. I mean he lets his daughter be stalked by a powder coated 100 year old man and doesn't even know that Edward breaks into his home and watches his underage daughter sleep. His daughter Brella wakes up sometimes screaming bloody murder at night and he's just like eh women problems. He's just a typical dad that doesn't notice very important things about the world around him I guess. And at some point he finds out that there are werewolves and has the simplest of questions of Bella. You don't turn into a werewolf too, do you? Huh? And I will give you the uh, explanation of Bella. Because this is how she answers uh, questions during the movie. All of the movies. Uh, uh, No. Living under a rock much? Dad? I could keep on going on and on about the series and on and on, but I don't want to piss any more fandom of the series off too much. And I could keep talking shit about the dumb stuff that my wife watches and she could probably list many of the stuff that I watch that she finds dumb. But I wanted to go into a show that we both love currently and we cannot wait for this series to start again. That we watch together a lot the first show because i want to make this into a two-parter the first show that we love watching together is a handmaid's tale a handmaid's tale a handmaid's tale is an american dystopian tragedy web television series created by bruce miller based on the 1985 year i was born whoop 80s baby Novel of the same name By Canadian author Margaret Atwood The series was ordered By a streaming service Hulu As a straight to series Order of 10 episodes For which production Began in late 2016 The plot features A dystopia Following a second American civil war The first civil war Was fucking crazy as shit Wherein a totalitarian society subjects fertile women called handmaids into childbearing slavery, yeah, it's not a very nice thing, you know and that, and that's the difference between the two, I think uh, from, between the the first thing that I that I reviewed with the Twilight series, the Twilight series and and this show. It's just a show it's a show. Uh, The first three episodes of the series premiered on April 26, 2017. The subsequent seven episodes were released every Wednesday. In May 2017, the series was renewed for a second season, which premiered on April 25, 2018. In May 2018, Hulu renewed the series for a third season, which premiered on June 5, 2019. In July 2019... The series was renewed for the fourth season, so like a month later, it was renewed. It was renewed for a fourth season, which is scheduled to premiere in 2021. In a better fucking premiere in 2021, man, they better start shooting this shit. Coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, please go away. I want to get back into this series. I'm going to get see the new season. I want to see what happens. Fucking. She's going crazy. She's going crazy. She's saving a whole bunch of people. A lot of people need to die. I want to see a lot of people die. Not innocent people. Because this is a dark ass show. But let me go back to it. Uh, It's set to premiere in 2021. Which I doubt. Honestly I doubt. I doubt with the way that things are going in 2020. I doubt that it's going to be premiering in 2021. But. In September 2019, it was announced that Hulu and MGM were developing a sequel series to be based on Atwood's 2019 novel *The Testaments*. Woo! So there's the second part. It's gonna be a second series for it. *The Handmaid's Tales*. Let me tell you a little bit about the accolades that *The Handmaid's Tale* has uh, brought in for itself. *The Handmaid's Tale* first season won eight. Primetime Emmy Awards from 13 nominations including Outstanding Drama Series. It is the first show produced by Hulu to win a major award as well as the first series on streaming service to win an Emmy for Outstanding Series. It also won a Writer's Guild Award, America Award for Television News Series, Primetime Creative Arts Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Character in a Drama Series, Primetime Creative Arts Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Drama Series Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Drama Series Satellite Award for Actress in a Supporting Role in a Series, Miniseries, and Limited Series or Motion Picture Made for Television Critics' Choice Television Award for Best Actress in a Drama Series Satellite Award for Best Actress Television Series Drama Critics Choice Television Award for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series m me Movie and TV Award for Best Performance in a Show British Academy Television Award for Best in- International Program Costume Designers of Guild Award for Best Costume Design Original Co- Contemporary Television Series TCA Award for Outstanding Achievement in a Drama Writers Guild Award for Television Drama Dramatic Series Critics' Choice Award for Best Drama Series, Peabody Award for Entertainment. If you guys haven't watched any episodes of this show, I don't want to go go too much into it because I would be giving things away. Please, please give uh, do yourself a favor and get on Hulu and watch this right now. You don't need fucking HBO. You don't need fucking Netflix. You don't need any of the extras. You don't need Showtime. You can watch it right on Hulu. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an original series from Hulu. I know Hulu doesn't have the greatest things, but this show right here, man, this show right here is so great. I love the show. And I, right now, especially in the times that we're at, if you guys have a lot of time to kill, they say that the new season is supposed to be coming out in 2021. You guys have a lot of time for you guys to catch up, and please do so. Me, myself, I'm trying to read the book. I'm trying to read the books. I should get myself the books. It is TVMA, let me warn you. So some of the imagery is quite unsettling, but it's very powerful. This is to me, this to me would be a crazy nightmare. And, and it gives me nightmares to, to really think about the terrifying things that happened in the show. And, it's, and the, the crazy thing is, it's not so far-fetched. This in my eyes could happen. It has happened uh, in years past with the Salem Witch Trials. I mean, it has it doesn't have the same context with the whole country and the whole world I guess are going through the same thing I guess uh, parts of Europe were maybe going through the same Salem witch trial things at the time uh, but for the most part, it's like America America's women or the world's women can't have babies so they decide to take these girls uh, these women that are fertile uh, and then they pretty much take them into like, very wealthy families and they subject them to become slaves, pretty much, to bear their children. So the women that are there, the the uh, between the husband and the bra and the wife, um, they can't have baby between the couples. So they actually take in a woman, which then, uh, if she wants to or not, which is fertile, um, she is uh, actually tied down, and then the guy comes in from the couple. And then the man goes in and goes in there and tries to make a baby with the slave woman while the wife is there to uh experience it. Which uh it's, uh it's it's very harsh. It's very it's a very harsh show. I I gotta say that. I think that there are some parallels there between the Salem Witch trials and the show right now. You know, the show uh Handmade sale that I'm talking about right now. It, there's a lot of there's so many parallels between the two. Um, yeah, I think that this is this show. Even though it is, uh, it is in the end only a show. It brings a valid point of how uh, some powerful people in powerful positions can view the world and how they can change the world. And um, I think that right now, even right now um the certain people that were put into place with power um i wouldn't name any names even in the past you know that were that were put in certain in certain positions they they can do things like this and it has happened you know with world war ii with Hitler and um the jewish concentration camps that he had there um a, a lot of the a lot of stuff in rwanda uh where they had the radio and stuff like that uh Within the uh, Tutsis and the Hutus With the, the whole genocide and stuff like that It's really horrible Just because somebody had a voice And somebody came into power Somebody had some money And that's that's why I think that this is uh, This is very powerful to me uh, Because I like that type of stuff I, I don't like it I don't like it as, as a form of Like I, I find it amusing uh, That I find it entertaining I find it very uh, captivating To a point where um, it has happened before in the few, in the in the past, so it's it's not it's not very far fetched to for us to think that it will happen in the future. Um, this is a must watch, guys, and I and I can't wait for the next season, which will be season four, which was supposed to premiere later this year, of 2012 in the fall, but uh, due since uh, to this fucking dumbass COVID 19, it says uh, that they pushed it to 2021. But the way that things are going and the way that uh, this COVID-19 thing is not going away, I think that it might push it even a year further. Um, I hope that this doesn't end up being a uh, lost show. Honestly, I hope that this isn't a show that like just gets lost because it's an amazing show. Um, in the meantime, th- those who haven't watched, please catch up. Go in there and watch the first three seasons. They are very, very good. But be ready, and I'm telling you, be ready for some heavy feeling of doom, you know, and dread while you watch it. Because it's not supposed to be a happy show. And it is not. It is not at all a happy show. It's very dark. It's a very dark, gloomy, intense show. Um... Yeah, and and bring your bring your tissues with you too, because some of the parts are uh, tear jerking scenes. They have a lot of tear jerking scenes. I mean, I'm a man, so I don't cry. <laughs> Please, guys, don't let, don't let this one pass you up. I will leave this first part for you guys to get you guys caught up on on the Handmaid's Tale. Please come back and tell me what you think on Instagram again. It is Real It In Podcast. That's R E E L I T I N P O D uh, C A S T. I will be putting up some art, putting up some posters up there. I'm probably going to put some memes, some Twilight. So if you're a big Twilight fan and you don't want me you want to you don't want to see something be made fun of, um then don't go on there. But uh I will put it, be putting up the uh, books that they're talking about. Uh, the Handmaid's Tale, and then they, they have the other book, which is coming out soon. What is it? What's it called? Well, I forgot what it's called. Whatever it's called, uh, The Testaments, which came out in 2019. So if you guys don't want to watch the series itself, and if you guys want to get into the books, I will be putting the books in, in on my Instagram please guys go and check it out see what you guys you think about the series and, and don't just give it a first episode don't give it just the first episode give it a couple two three four episodes and to let me know what it is you think about the acting because all the actors all the actresses are amazing all supporting casts are amazing just please please watch this show watch it on Hulu I will leave you with this I'm gonna be coming back with the second part uh, soon enough. And I'm sorry also that i it's been a while for me since I last recorded my last episode. Uh, it, it's been really hectic for myself too. But please, give this show a try. The Handmaid's Tale. I will leave you guys with this. Follow me on Instagram. Listen to my podcast. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. This has been Reel It In Podcast. Jose Villegas. Love you guys.